Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> this week, we are going to be doing St. Augustine Lighthouse. So, this was built in 1589 by an Italian map maker, Giovanni. He published a map of the raid of Sir Francis Drake on Augustine three years earlier, and this map was the first documented reference of the wooden watchtower at the end of Anastasia Lighthouse, or Island. I think it's just Anastasia. Anastasia? Anastasia Island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the name Anastasia. It is really pretty. That's the name of Rebecca's baby. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Pretty name choice. The watchtowers were erected by Spanish during the building of Castillo San Marcos to keep enemy ships from taking the land. And in 1763, the French and the Indian War, a.k.a. the Seven-Year War, finally ended. And the British and American colonies defeated the combined forces of Spain and France. Florida was ceded to Great Britain and divided into East and West Florida. And each one was divided into alphabetical order. A, B, C, D, G, H, I. Wait, how's that song go? E, F, U, and your mom, and your dog, and oh. your sister, and your mom. I've never even heard that. What? Yeah. It's a pop song. It is? It's on TikTok sound. F you and your dog and your that's, mom. That's the problem. I and your St. Augustine Island. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch a TikTok, so that's probably where it is. Get on the TikTok. I'm sorry. Get on the trend. Uh, Do you want to be an influencer or not? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so this was divided into east and west. Mm-hmm. Florida West, the 14th and 15th British colonies in North America, the capital of East Florida was St. Augustine, a town of about 500 homes. Spanish residents left for Cuba, taking everything. And then the British arrived at an empty town, but set up the task of stimulating trade and settlement. Stimulating. Stimulating. Got it. Gotta stimulate the economy. <laughs> Gotta make jobs. <laughs> I mean, otherwise everybody's poor. Yeah. Um, trickle down economics. <laughs> There's no such thing as a free lunch. 
if I learned anything in uh, economics class, that was it. Very true. Let's see. In 1783 to 1821, on the night of New Year's. <gasps> oh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Wow. 1782, about 16 shipwrecked. Oh, well, great. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to start a new year. Yeah, right? <laughs> They're like, mm, yes, we're going into 1783. It's going to be great. Ship, uh, 16 shipwrecks. Shi- <laughs> shipwrecks. 16 of them. I guess you can say that's a ship show. Am I right? <laughs> Must be pretty shippy. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, better wait. get their ships together. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with us? Great. So... 16 shipwrecks happened mm-hmm. while attempting to enter the harbor. The ships were a few hundred. Ships were a few of the hundreds used by the British to evacuate Charleston, currently noticed, which is in Charleston, South Carolina, mm-hmm. on Dece- December 14th, 1781. Wow. Following American victory in the Revolutionary War. Yay, war. Following the evacuation of its colonies into the north, the population of British St. Augustine swelled to about 30,000, which is about the same size as Philadelphia during the day. Wow. 1822 to 1867, the lighthouse was lit with a system of Winslow Lewis Oregon lamps and reflector panels, which made it harder for ships to see the beam compared to the lighthouses in Europe. A French engineer by the name of Jean Augustine perfected the Fresnel lenses by 1822, changing modern optics. Rather than adopting the system, the St. Augustine Tower was raised another 10 feet and in 1852 in an effort to improve visibility. You know what? Modern technology. Mm. How about we just make it 10 feet taller? Because that helps, right? That definitely Oops. is the answer to all of our problems. Yeah, let's just make it Modern bigger. technology? Mm, no. Yeah. But making it bigger? <laughs> Deal. Yeah. <laughs> My lighthouse bigger than yours. <laughs> I don't know why we can't learn, but you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So then by the end of the year of 1853, St. Augustine Tower was held a new fourth order Frenzel lens. So they did get that lens Finally, by the end of 53, in 1861 to 65, during the American Civil War, Confederate sympathizers living in St. Augustine removed and hid the lens and clockwork mechanisms in order to block Union shipping. And then eventually the Union Navy did take over St. Augustine, but it was, luckily it was peaceful. And in 1871, it became evident that the first St. Augustine Lighthouse Tower was doomed to fall into the ocean. The U.S. Congress uh, funded about $1,000 for the new lighthouse during the Florida Reconstruction. And the U.S. Lighthouse began construction on a new 165-feet tower in 1871, which did not finish until 1874. And many of the workers were African American residents that temporarily lived on the building, on the property. And then on 1874, on October 15th, lighthouse keeper William R. Russell, who you're going to want to keep a lovely mental mm-hmm. note on for later. Mm. Hint, hint, not so subtle hint. <laughs> Whoops. You want it more subtle? Spoilers. <laughs> 
um, let an oil lamp inside the first order lens for the first time, and the lens is nine feet tall. The Again, li- let's make it bigger. Yeah, yeah, because you know, That's who needs good. who needs technology? Mm, just make make it bigger. No, no, whatever. If anything, I've learned from this episode is when in doubt, make it bigger. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you're in Texas. <laughs> Winky mm. face. Actually, it's in this Florida, but that's okay. It's in Florida, <laughs> but you know, it's okay. Uh, the lens was handmade just for St. Augustine in France, and it represented the height of Victorian engineering. And, let's see. In 1875 to 1900, according to Thomas Graham's Awakening of St. Augustine on May 11, 1874, First Lieutenant Richard Pratt assumed custody of 72 Indian prisoners and escorted them by train to St. Augustine. The captives were separated from their families and the distraught prisoners starved themselves or perished on a journey and some were shot attempting to escape. Yay, more Native American enslavement. Absolutely. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. We learned anything. We've learned anything. You're going to get haunted. Oh, yeah. Don't fuck with the natives. No, don't do it. Uh... The prisoners were shackled and confined into humid fort into the humid fort and eventually they were allowed to bathe and cut their hair. No, don't cut their hair. But the native captives witnessed the lighting of the new lighthouse tower that took place on o- eight, October 15th of 1874. Uh, in the winter of 1884, a wealthy visitor named Henry and a partner with John D. Rockefeller. Everybody knows who the Rockefellers are. Mm-hmm. Uh, started and Standard Oil came to St. Augustine to decide to transform it. Got the oil biz, baby. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, just from that, you know, you got some pretty good people coming in. Mm-hmm. And from 1941 to 42, the attack of Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Shout out Dory Miller. Oh, yep. Yeah. A Waco icon. If you don't know who Doris Miller is, look it up. I'm so happy we actually have that statue now. And we have a beautiful memorial, so maybe I'll include it in our pictures for this week. It's beautiful. That's great. Uh, The attack of Pearl Harbor in 41. Life did not change much until the sinking of SS Gulf America off the coast of Jacksonville, Florida. Go Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars? What? Yeah, it's are, you, are you a Jaguar fan? <laughs> no, I don't know anything about sports. I just say that because in the good place. <laughs> oh no. In the good place, uh the character he's always like, Go Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> oh my. What? Have you seen the good place? No, it's but so I've good. heard of it. Okay, you gotta watch I it. I have heard of it. Uh let's see. The lighthouse has two hundred and nineteen steps and mm-hmm. is about a hundred forty feet up in the air. And make it bigger. Oh, I mean, why not make it bigger? Ten feet taller. Bigger. Bigger. I'm so sorry. Uh, let's see. The mission of Saint Augustine Lighthouse is to discover, preserve, present, and keep alive the stories of the nation's oldest port. Is symbolized by working, by working Saint Augustine Lighthouse. This tower is also called the Old Spanish Watchtower due to the Spanish. It. Yeah, that makes sense. 
the museum offers tours, programs, and beyond the regular admission evening and time programs allow you to experience the lighthouse after the sun goes down. Ooh. So they do that. And then daytime programs allow you to have a one-on-one time with the lighthouse keeper and you can create your own experience. Ooh, so you can actually go visit this place. Yes. And now it's time to get spooky. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Many have smelled the lingering odor of cigars, despite the sight being smoke-free. Some have even said that they see a tall, shadowy figure accompanied by the spell. Locals and lighthouse employees have named this man, um, since he's often seen dressed in a blue jacket and a mariner's cap. Um, (laughs) um, Hold on. Oh, have named him the man. Locals and lighthouse employees have named him The Manned, and he is often seen dressed in a blue jacket and a mariner's cap, walking his route up and down the spiral staircase as they're looking down from the catwalk. Because of this tall, thin frame, it's believed that he's the ghost of William Russell, a protective and dutiful white housekeeper from the 1850s. While others point to Joseph Andrew, who fell from the top of the scaffolding in 1859, trying to put a fresh coat of paint on the lighthouse. It's said that regardless of who it is, the man has never missed a shift and is always on time. Mm It is said that there's also children's laughter that bubbles up from thin air and moves across the grounds from the caretaker's home to the top of the lighthouse itself, and it has a life of its own. While children were not really uncommon around the lighthouse, especially in the more recent years, um, there were only so many children who would have had a reason to stay. Um, So it's not really known why the children's laughter is there. Um, But, of course, um, you know how we feel about spooky children laughter. Is it Billy? 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 Billy, the little boy ghost? I think that this might have been where... Oh, just kidding. Go ahead. It's part of the next one. Oh. (laughs) I joke. In 1872, the lighthouse went under construction, overseen by a man named Hezekiah Petit. Um, He stayed on the island with his wife and his two dollars... His two daughters. Two dollars. That's all he had? He only had two dollars. Um, <laughs> and for his two daughters. Um, so he was with his wife and his two daughters um, while the project was underway. One afternoon, one of his daughters and a few of their friends were playing near the lighthouse when tragedy struck. There was a real court and the construction crew used to transport supplies from the nearby pier to the lighthouse um, and had become part of the girls' favorite game, pretending that they were actually Spanish pirates, moving their treasures to the top of a secret location. One day, while rolling near the cliff's edge, the rail cart came off its tracks, sending the young girls down to the water below. Some were rescued, but unfortunately, both of Mr. Petit's daughters were lost in the sea. This is now said that they play along after dark, and many employees of the St. Augustine Lighthouse have reported to hear their giggles, and the night have known, and they, in the night, and 
they have been known to find dirty child-shaped footsteps on the floor in the next morning. Oh, no. So, uh, a lot of, that's so sad. That's, that's pretty scary. That's also, like, just so depressing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just working on this lighthouse. Both kids die. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, that's, that's but, yeah. So, that might be where those uh, child's giggles are coming from. They're just playing on the island. They never had to grow up. That's so sad. And then uh, Maria de los Dolores is known to stand out for many reasons. Um, one being she became the first Hispanic woman um, in the U.S. Coast Guard to command a federal shore installation. Um, her appointment came after her husband, the formerly mentioned caretaker, Joseph Andrew, um, where he met his fatal end. Uh, Maria was heartbroken, heartbroken um, but determined to follow in the same footsteps as her husband once walked. Um, and is actually known to stand at the edge of the, co- the catwalk looking down from where her husband's body had once laid, broken. Oh, no. She can be found there on occasions, um, leaning over the railing and imagining the last few seconds of what Joseph's life would have been like. That's scary. That's so he he's so the husband is just chilling, smoking cigars on the catwalk and going up and down yeah. the lighthouse. And his wife's like, oh, I'm just reliving his death. It's crazy to think, like, me being me, watched a lovely ghost show mm-hmm. about this per usual. And it said that if you look up from the bottom, you could see a shadow figure standing on the a catwalk. Mm-hmm. Or on your way down, you'll hear somebody following you. Oh, my or God. Or you hear a woman's voice saying something from behind you. Ooh, she's probably saying, be careful. Watch your step. Don't die. And that's our number one rule in this podcast. Be alert. Be aware. Don't die. And if, But if you do die, haunt your enemies. And if you look over your shoulder, you'll see us. Oh, the Poltergals. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, so uh, that's all I got for this episode. Um, so that's the hauntings of the St. Augustine Lighthouse. Um, and we couldn't do this episode without our Patreons, our Patreon pals. Megan Lee. Megan Lee. Yeah. So far, you're our best Patreon. All right, guys, go sign up to be a Patreon. Please we have do. the link in our bio. Um, find us. We've posted it on our site. Um, you can be a baby ghost. You can be a teen, teen ghost, ghost or, or a sexy, sexy ghost. Um Join us next time as we talk about more spooky places. And thank you for joining the The Polter Polter Pals. Polter Gals, Polter Pals, all of the above. (laughs) Yeah, that works. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.